0: Yeah yeah, 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 Welcome to Mikasa, make yourself at home, do your do Welcome to my pad, this show lab, go create your mood This episode is brought to you by Subway casa, su casa. Like Charlie, you What's good everybody, it is 99 miles per hour And I'm your host, Percy Garner And uh, we got a solo show today, Um, but we got some great topics we're going to be covering, some good stories. Uh, Looking forward to uh, sharing those with you guys. Uh, But before we get to all that, I just want to let you guys know uh, that we are looking for your assistance. So we want you to hit the like button, subscribe, and uh, check out the links we got down in the description. If you're looking to start your own podcast, we got all the links to the equipment on Amazon that we use Uh, If you do decide to purchase something using those links, then it gives us a little kickback. So we'd appreciate that. And then uh, we also, we really appreciate uh, if you do subscribe, it's free and it's easy. Uh, Just click the subscribe button. But if you don't want to subscribe, liking the video would help us out a lot. Now, uh, today we're going to get into a couple stories about Darren Waller. He's a tight end for the Oakland Raiders. We're going to be talking about uh, Warren Buffett. If you don't know him, um, then you probably need to care about your finances more. And uh, we're going to be talking about the iPhone 13 launch. Um, so if you want to hear more stories about technology, phones, and all that stuff, because that's stuff I love, make sure you hit the like button. Uh, but before I also, before we get into any of those stories, I also want to say thank you to Subway for sponsoring this episode. And uh, without you, it wouldn't be possible. And I want to say, hey, guys, if you haven't tried the new Cali Fresh sandwiches at Subway, you probably should. Like, fix your life. Um, <laughs> but let's get into this, man. I hope I covered everything, but, uh, yeah, we took, we took a week off and it always feels weird when I take a week off. I need to stop doing that. So, uh, it's Josh's fault. It's not really, but anywho, uh, we want to talk about before we actually get it I'm actually going to talk about, uh, my Pittsburgh Steelers experience since, uh, you know, Josh does the dogs podcast about the Cleveland Browns. Well, hang on a second. All right. Who'd the Steelers play? The Oakland Raiders. Or no, the Las Vegas Raiders. Dang it. Las Vegas Raiders. I wonder how long it's going to take for me to actually just, because I said that in the intro about Waller, didn't I? Yep. Oh, my gosh. I thought about correcting you, but I yeah, was Yeah, you let wait. me go through until this time. Okay, Fast that's right. Time. Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders. So the Steelers played a real team in the, no, <laughs> <laughs> no offense Houston Texans but you know what I'm saying um <clears throat> but no I'm 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 not one of those Steelers fans that's a super hater of the Browns I obviously play into it and it's fun but I'm actually going to a Browns <laughs> game this weekend but I'm going to watch uh Justin Fields uh, hopefully he gets a start Andy Dalton got hurt I'm looking forward to seeing him uh you know do well and that's going to be kind of the topic of today's stories is I would say, unlike most people in this world, I don't care how much you guys, you know, want to deny this. Most people love seeing people fail. I do not. However, I know a lot of people early on were, you know, then like Baker Mayfield or whatever. And I don't care that he danced. I don't care that he, you know, was feeling dangerous. (laughs) I don't care anything. It's, it's obviously different. He's got a different attitude. He had to take a different route um, but I love seeing people succeed, no matter where they're at. Um, so uh, we obviously got Justin Fields who's starting his career, and Ohio State quarterbacks have just not had a good track record in the NFL. So um, even though Dwayne Haskins plays for my Steelers, you know I don't I don't know how that's going to turn out.
1: So I'm banking on Justin Fields uh, panning you're, out. You're going to find out. Yeah, we are. You think so? They said Ben's got a pec injury after the wow. Raiders game. So. I don't know if that means he's not going to play he did get destroyed. I think I know the play that that happened on. Yeah.
0: It was bad. Okay. Peck injury. Dwayne
1: Haskins. <laughs> you, are you are
0: you sure they're putting him in? Did they say that?
1: What are they going to do Mason Rudolph? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the confidence behind that was whew. Yeah. Um fun.
0: Now they should bring Cordell Stewart back. Actually, speaking of Cordell Stewart, he's going to be doing a, I think a signing or something here in a few months in Pittsburgh. Maybe I'll make it down there. He's part of the reason I wore number 10 mm-hmm. and Colby Byram's the other part. Um, but yeah, I, I really want to see Justin Fields succeed and I, I you know, I really hope, and Chicago hasn't had a good quarterback in years either, so um, they did have someone from Ohio, Mitch Trubisky uh, who has better stats than I do in the state of Ohio, but it's all good. He played more years. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But I do want to touch on this Darren Waller story. So, Darren Waller is a tight end for the Las Vegas Raiders. And I knew nothing about his story. I just knew he kind of came out of nowhere. Well, apparently, he didn't come out of nowhere. He was always highly touted as a great receiver Um, uh, at a high school. He went to Georgia Tech and then was drafted in the sixth round. And the reason he dropped to the sixth round is because people knew about his character and – uh, apparently, you know, he's not, you know, a troublemaker. He just, you know, was living a life where he was addicted to drugs of all types. And, um, you know, it, it reared its, it, what's that saying? It reared its ugly head, <laughs> reared its ugly head at the wrong time, right. When he started his professional career, some might say the right time because he had drafted. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he had, you know, he was kind of just throwing away his opportunity and uh, of playing in NFL, something he had worked for his whole life, and he just wasn't really interested. You know, he was faking drug tests and uh, just doing all the sorts, pretty much trying any drug out there, going to parties all the time, and, um, you know, his priorities just weren't straight. And I was – I did not know this at all. So, when I saw this story on YouTube, it was – he was being interviewed by Steve Smith, the receiver, who played with him when he got drafted by the Ravens in 2015. But, uh, yeah, he – I think he was basically in self-destruction mode. He literally was failing drug tests on purpose. So he used to lie about them in college, but then when he got to pro ball, he was literally doing it on purpose so that he didn't have to quit. He wanted the league to suspend him, which they did. They suspended him for a year. Um, but that still wasn't rock bottom for him. Uh, rock bottom for him, he shared it as him being in a, a parking lot and he thought he was taking the same drugs that he usually took. But, uh, unfortunately it must've been laced with something else. And I think they said it was laced with fentanyl and he literally passed out five, for five hours, uh, in his car. And he was literally like a block away from the Ravens who were having a preseason game that night. So he said he kind of woke up and it was nighttime and that's kind of when he was like, okay, I need to fix my life. Like I almost just died. So yeah, he made it, he went to rehab Um, I think in Maine, and man, just, you know, he was a success story. He's now obviously – Wait, the funny thing is he was still with the the Ravens when he got reinstated and he was working. You know, he was on the practice squad, and John Gruden saw him. Literally, he wasn't even in pads, saw him just catching balls, and John Gruden's like, who the heck is this guy? (laughs) And next thing you know, before the Ravens – or the Raiders – the las vegas raiders (laughs) uh left town because they were playing the ravens they end up signing uh darren waller on uh to their team so that was a new thing i didn't know that you could do just take people from each uh, other team's practice squads Mm -hmm. but it makes sense it's baseball has something just like that in in place so that you can't just hold on to talent (laughs) um and next thing you know we all know who darren waller is you know what he's like pro bowler right oh yeah Top notch uh, tight end now. They, I mean, he's huge. So even though he was playing receiver, they pretty much just moved to tight
1: end because he's or is he not a tight end? No, he is. Did, okay, did he was he drafted as a receiver by the Ravens or was he? When did he switch to tight end? I don't did know. Say?
0: That's a good question. No, I don't
1: okay. know. I just know that. They, I was just confused because they were calling him a, t- uh, a receiver
0: at the mm-hmm. at the beginning, and I was like, this dude's humongous. He is ginormous, <laughs> yeah, big guy. Yes, but I, I wanted to talk about He said the things that really changed his life were like the little small things. He became um, not obsessed, but he, he really fixated on small things and doing them right. He actually was a, um, I think he was a clerk at a grocery store or a bagger, one of the two, um, while he was uh, suspended from the NFL so he was just kind of trying to find his way and you know him just doing stock at the grocery store and just the little things making sure the rows were right you know i worked at best buy and it's called laser lining so he was laser lining all the products then he just found peace in doing all that and then once he that kind of shifted him to another level and he started working out again and just getting after it and you know he became obsessed with you know working out and getting his life back together and then now we're we're seeing you know, the product of all that hard work and a lot of his support system, you know, just being there for him. I mean, his parents, his dad, you know, they could have, you know, did a lot of things, but they stuck with him. And I think that his dad had a saying like, you know, I'm always, I forget how he worded it, it was something about a horse, but he was saying that, you know, no matter what, win or lose, you're always going to be my horse. I'm always going to, you know, ride with you. And I was like, that's that's pretty neat. You know, obviously you can see your son downward spiraling and you feel like you can't do anything about
1: it, but he always stayed positive. So having a support system is pretty important. It um, is. Yeah. And um, I think it's Max Crosby is the uh, defensive lineman for the Raiders. Yeah, Same team. Yeah, Same type of history, dealt with drug addiction and was able to overcome it. And now he's, I mean, I watched him last week on, what was that, Monday Night Football and he was tearing it up that's that's just yeah. i love those success stories man yeah
0: and to all those people who like to build people up and then see them fall it's just i mean some people obviously mess up and they mess up big i get it but i just hate to see that you know i hate to see the number one overall pick you know being labeled a bust you know sometimes they are like jamarcus russell yeah. but i still hate to see that and you know we've actually saw it rare it's ugly head again i love that saying Um, I don't know if you remember Kwame Brown. He was a, uh, first round draft pick in the NBA out of high school, uh, as a center, he was seven foot and he was like the butt of all jokes in the NBA for the longest time. And now he's kind of, he's kind of getting his payback. He has his own YouTube channel. He's just going off on people and he's releasing a lot of secrets that people don't want released. So (laughs) I gave a speech to dover sixth grade years ago about burning bridges you don't want to do that so (laughs) but um but yeah it it was nice when i was you know watching this video and 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 john harbaugh uh was uh being interviewed and he was like man you know i'm glad to see him doing great things but it should be for us (laughs) he's like (laughs) it stinks but i'm glad to see him doing well and uh you know, that that's that's always a weird subject. But yeah. I mean when you first heard
1: this story, what were you like, Man, that's awesome? Just like the Crosby, I guess. Oh yeah, I so like through fantasy football. I, I follow a lot of the teams like during training camp and uh preseason and stuff like that. So when mm-hmm. Waller got signed by the Raiders, his name started popping up in my newsfeed every day like this Darren Waller guys popping out of camp, popping out of camp and you know, there's always training camp heroes yeah, every year but he just kept standing out and like the reporters from Raiders camp kept just saying, this guy is for real. Right. So I looked, up, I remember back then I was looking up, what was that three years ago, Yeah, looking up and seeing, well, who is Darren Waller? And then I saw the, that he, you know, was recovering from drug addiction, all that stuff. So right. it's a very cool story. It's, yeah. I wish that Josh Gordon could have had the same type of mm-hmm. recovery. Yeah. And he it, still can. I just, yeah. I wish he could have had it when he was still young enough to be a yeah. real high night yeah. yeah. player, yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. And I just, I just feel like it's so weird now. I don't know the details about Josh Gordon, but to me, it just seems like, you know, now the rules have changed, and it just he wouldn't have his if he would have been coming out now, his career wouldn't have went down in the drain. Well, as far as we know, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I <laughs> you can't I don't really know,
1: but, you can't really play that, but yeah. it's unfortunate for him. But um, you know, you gotta. But even it? even though even though the rules have changed as far as like marijuana and stuff like that, and I, I guess I don't really know exactly what the rule is now, but you know it's still an addiction. Yeah, true. You know true, he true. was still struggling with that, whether it was allowed to be had or not. Whenever he was playing, it was, you know, it was still a problem. Gotcha. Okay. See, yeah, I looked at it as he, you know, he
0: smokes marijuana, which obviously isn't good, but you know, it's not as bad as certain things. So that's the way I was looking at it, like through a non-educated viewpoint, but now I'm a part of the prevention <laughs> yeah, right. action alliance. And, you know, I'm being well-educated now on, on marijuana and, and how it goes in, in, in our society, and our culture. And, you know, there's a lot of misconceptions, but you know, we're not getting into that on the show. So, <laughs> especially because I don't know anything about it. Um, I've never even tried it. So, you know, I'm a noob to all of, <laughs> it is marijuana. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I was glad to hear that story. Um, but I know going to this next story, you know, about Warren Buffett, I really hit a, I want to say three years ago, I became obsessed with, you know, finance and stocks. And I started reading all these books and listening to all these podcasts. And, you know, I really, I really started to be conscious about, you know, my money and stuff. And, you know, Obviously, we can't all have Warren Buffett money but but I, I was reading this article about the advice he gave to a um a young guy I want to say it was two thousand four um they asked him you know what what advice would you give to a young person and I've always been taught this you know people in Dover coaches teachers they always say you know be careful who you hang out with, but you know he he just said it very simple. <laughs> he said, hang with others that are better than you. Let me, let me say that. again. I feel like I rolled my tongue in there. <laughs> hang out with others that are better than you. You know, people with, you know, better behavior and better habits, hang out with those people and, you know, you'll be better eventually. So, I think I've done that in my life, not, it wasn't like an intentional thing where I'm like, Hey, that guy's got a good head on his shoulders. He knows what he's doing. Or, Hey, that girl, she, you know, she's very good at sports and she likes the same things I do. And she's getting good grades in school. You know, it was just kind of, I just gravitated towards those people. So, uh, but it's not, you know, Dover, we had a lot of those people, so it wasn't really hard to find, (laughs) find. Um, but I think it's important that you know, because of, if you think of young people, not even just in this, in where we live, but all across, they have a lot more stuff to kind of drag them back with gangs and stuff. And you just want to feel like you belong and it's hard, you know, when you're growing up, but I think, you know, this advice is just super easy to, I guess, follow for most people, but I still feel like, you know, kids are mean. <laughs>
1: <So>. <laughs> that's, that's the problem with this. So if they, well. I was going to say, if the the people who are better than you don't want you to hang out with them, they don't want to hang out with you. Then what are you supposed to do, you know, but (laughs) just, just spy on them and listen to their conversations. (laughs) Growing up is tough. Yeah. You know, being kids are mean, man. Yeah. it, It gets nasty. It does. It does. I mean, I was
0: fortunate to, you know, I guess be a part of the, the crowd that was, you know, doing positive things and, and wanted to go to college and, and do that. Um, you know, there was other influences out there. I just knew better, I guess. I don't, I don't know how I gravitated towards those people. If it was my parents telling me, Hey, this is what you should be doing. And all the coaches and teachers just being a positive uh, influence in my life. This made me want to hang out with those people, but I, don't, I, I never understood why some people gravitated towards a different crowd that was not necessarily, you know, setting themselves up for a good future. Whether if they even cared about their future, they were just kind of living
1: for the momentarily, you know, satisfaction of doing whatever it was. I think a big thing for a lot of people, and I mean, it, it obviously is a big issue for young people, and it starts when you're young, is lack of self-confidence. So if you're not confident in yourself, you know what I mean? Then you don't have the confidence to go try to strike up friendships with people that you think are better than you. You kind of just settle for less, I guess. Does that make sense? It does. And then when you said that, it also popped in my mind.
0: It's weird to, to, to think that when you're young now, Warren Buffett's quote was probably mostly, you know, aimed toward people who graduated high school or graduated college and they're looking at their career. It's a little bit different and I, I'm more of our conversation, and I feel like I'm leaning towards you know middle school, high school, um, kids where you know it is kind of brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, but and then it's also on the other end looking at it like, you, know, what do you mean better than me? You know, then the people could look at it that way. What do you mean better? Because you know maybe their their parents had more money than you know my parents, or and no, that's not what I don't think he's trying to aim toward. He's just it, you can tell who's heading down the right path, who's got, you know, admirations of going to college and doing better things with their life and getting a great job and having a family and doing all that stuff. Not that everybody has to do that, but it's just, it's easy to tell what type of people are into what and what their future may look like and what their aspirations are as opposed to, you know, people who aren't heading in the right direction. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm trying
1: to say it as politely as possible. (laughs) If you're talking like, toward like young adults rather than like the younger middle school age kids. I mean, what is one of the key leadership things that I've always, that I I forget who first kind of talked about it, but I really latched onto the idea of if you're the smartest person in the room, then you've got problems. Mm. You want to make sure you surround yourself with people that are smarter than you, better than you at what you do. Because I think one of the fears of leaders and people in general is, well, if this person over here is better at doing X, Y, Z than I am, and I'm going to lose my job or lose yeah. favor to that person. Whereas actually you're going to learn a lot by being around that person who's better at what you want to do. That's how mm-hmm. you get better.
0: Yeah. And I like that. And uh, I think that's important to, to just take a positive spin on a lot of things. People always want to look at, you know, what's wrong with something. <laughs> but I think if we focus on, okay you know, this is what I want to do. Like, hey, I want to be a video game designer or a quarterback or, you know, a singer or whatever it is. You obviously you want to gravitate towards someone who's doing it at a high level or a higher level than you are. So you can learn from them. So it's pretty self-explanatory, but, you know, I know there's some, I just want to touch on a little bit because I know there's some people that aren't probably doing it and probably need to hear that message. So I hope you heard it. No, I'm joking. but I know that's what I wanted to do and not necessarily all the time did they want me around, but you know, I kind of just kind of just made it happen. <laughs> <laughs> I was annoying.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> just ask Krista. No. Um, but I think it was something good. My nose, it just, ugh. but I think it was something good that I thought I would share and, uh, I really admire Warren Buffett. You know, this guy has $80 billion, but he still, you know, only takes like $4 with him to work and he gets like a a McMuffin from McDonald's or something on the way to work. And that's it. Like (laughs) he doesn't spend money. That's another thing I wanted to uh, share with people is, you know, and I'm not a, I have no license or anything. I'm not, you know, an accountant or anything. Um, but I do know if you want to become rich, do not spend your money. <laughs> Tip of the day. No, <laughs> but um, but it's hard because something that I'm about to talk about next makes it really hard to not spend your money, especially if you're someone like me, and that's technology. And uh, I'm about to talk about the the upcoming launch of the iPhone 13 and the iPhone 13 Pro and the I thir- iPhone 13 Pro Max and the iPhone 13 Mini. So. Um, you know, I've watched tons of videos on it just because even though I didn't have any, you know, aspirations of purchasing this iPhone, I just, I like to keep up on technology. So I always read and watch and do all this stuff because I love stuff like this. And if you don't, sorry, but you're going to have to sit through this. Um, (laughs) uh, I mean, I've grown up as known as the it person. So whenever people want to have questions about anything, then I'm the person they go to, but Yeah. So iPhone 13, I feel like this should be called the iPhone 12 S, uh, small incremental upgrade. Um, and one of the upgrades that I enjoy, I feel like most people aren't going to, or even notice. Um, and that's like high refresh rate screens. So like, I know people, when you buy a TV, you hear that number 60 Hertz, 120 Hertz, 240 Hertz. That just means how many times your screen can refresh in a second. And the higher, is not always best. So if you're watching a movie, those are shot in 24 frames per second, which is not a high frame rate. But once it gets higher frame rate, it feels like you're on set and it just doesn't have that theater feel. So most people like to watch movies in lower um, frames per second or hertz. This video was in 30 frames per second. So it's a little bit higher than a movie, but still smooth enough to where, you know, my hand has blur. And stuff like that. Without getting too nerdy, (laughs) I'll do a little analogy for you. You know, little stick figures, like um, pictures that people would draw in the bottom corner of a book, and you turn the page, and it looks like, you know, tells a story, or the stick figures, what's it called? Flip book. Yeah, so flip book. It would just be adding more pages in there, and not have as sudden movements. It'd just be real smooth. And sports, video games, and stuff like that, it's better to capture at a higher frame rate. And... The iPhone's been at 60 hertz or 60 frames per second for a long time, and people are accustomed to that. But me being a gamer and being on computers, I love high refresh rate because the screen it just reacts faster to what you're doing. Whether you're swiping, whether you're watching high frame rate content, sports, and, you know, playing video games, stuff like that, it just it's it's just better to consume. And the iPad since 2018 has had that, and I've enjoyed that. But they finally brought it to the iPhone. That's one of the big upgrades. The other one is camera and iPhone 12's camera is already great. iPhone 11 and 10 cameras are already great. So most people don't need to upgrade to this iPhone 13, which like I said, should be called the iPhone 12 S because of the little amount of upgrades. Um, It does have, you know, I love portrait mode and I know the fell family, they love portrait mode as well because they always take (laughs) their photos with the portrait mode. And if you don't know what portrait mode on the iPhone is, you're, are you living under a rock? No, I'm just, it's, uh, it's where you can change your photo to where the background is blurred and it looks like a professional took the, uh, the picture. So right now, this camera that I'm using to shoot this podcast has actual, uh, bokeh effect with the aperture. And I'm not going to get into more nerdy stuff, but it has real, uh, bokeh effect with the blurred background. But the iPhone uses, you know, compu- computational photography, which is just means a computer's doing all the stuff behind the scenes. Um, and it allows for the background to be blurred. But it hasn't been able to do that for video because that's really hard. But somehow Apple has been able to do this. So now they're coming out with cinematic video that allows you. Just for an example, I know if you're, if you're ever watching a movie and say, say I'm here, I'm in the screen and I'm looking at something, and then maybe there's something going on behind me. I'll look behind me and the camera will focus on that object, object and my head will be then blurred that's kind of what you can do with the iPhone now. So you can kind of lie as you're taking the video, click on parts of the screen you want to focus on. And if you watch the, uh, the September event from Apple, it shows that. And, uh, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. I'm going to be like, dang, I wish I had that feature, (laughs) but it's, it's pretty cool. And, um, I think it's something people are going to love. Um, I'm definitely going to be jealous. Hopefully I don't know anybody that upgrades to iPhone 13. uh, (laughs) (laughs) But I think the biggest upgrade of them all is the battery. So I know a lot of people have troubles with their phone battery charging it after a few, like maybe a year and a half or something. It just starts to stink. But a lot of stuff I've done, the research I've done on the new iPhones, they finally made the iPhone thicker, which allows them to put a bigger battery in. And uh, some the people are reporting that the iPhone 13 Pro Max, that's the big one, can go two days. So (laughs) if you ever monitor your screen time on your iPhone, like I do, and like I monitor my kids, I think on average, I have about four hours of screen on time and I use my phone for work and everything. So four hours a day, I'm on, I'm looking at my phone and, but that includes my iPad as well. So I think about three hours and 15 minutes, I'm looking at my actual cell phone. The (laughs) the reported time that you can do on the new iPhone 13 max or 13 pro max is people are ending the day with five hours of screen on time and still having half the battery left. So that's pretty impressive. Thank you, Apple. No one cares that your phone is thin as a credit card. We want battery. (laughs) So that was good. And I'm glad they actually finally upgraded the battery. So, um, but you know, let me know in the comments if you're going to upgrade. um, I wish I could, but I'm trying to be responsible. <laughs> but uh, to be honest, if I if my you know my aunt or whoever's asking me if they should upgrade, if you have an iPhone 10, yes, upgrade. If you have an iPhone 11, uh, I don't think so. I mean, I would have had an iPhone 11, but if you're trying to make a a great decision and be responsible, then you wouldn't. <laughs> and of course, if you have a 12, no, do not do not upgrade. So. um but make sure you let me know down below if you are going to upgrade and why, because you know, obviously, I love the 120 hertz and the cinematic video, but some of you might not care about any of that. So, um, I get. Let me get your, you know, obviously, I know you're not the tech nerd like me, but <laughs> let me get your your output after I dispute all that information and details about this iPhone 13. What are your thoughts? What phone do you have right now? I got the 11.
1: Oh, okay. Yep. So I, I appreciate what's that. Sorry, are you upgrading? No, I'm good. <laughs> okay. I'm good right now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on the money thing. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> we can't talk about Warren Buffett and then tell you to upgrade your phone. right, right, right. <laughs> but no, I appreciate the explanation on the refresh rate because well, I kind of like I, I knew all about that, but like the way you explained it made it even more like, okay, that makes a lot more sense now. The flip book. No. <laughs> yeah, the flip book. Thank you. No, I didn't. But what I didn't realize was the difference between movies being shot lower and wanting to watch them in 60 versus like 240. Yeah. Or sports or video games are the big one. Yeah. 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 It's definitely a game changer. My
0: wife, you know, before the high refresh rate got real popu- popular, um, you could do like a fake upgrade where it's, you know, they use the computer and the TV to upgrade it. And they called it True Motion, I yeah. think, for the LG or something, whatever. And my wife, you know, it was on by default. And my wife's like, why are these movies looking weird? I don't like this. <laughs> And I finally was like, oh, it's because Motion's on. And it was kind of just upscaling it to 120 hertz when it was not supposed to be that. And it just made it look weird. Like you were literally
1: standing yes. on set looking at them acted out. And you're just like, uh, this yeah, is anytime weird. Anytime I'm at somebody's house and they have that on and there's a movie playing, I'm like, ah, oh, it looks so it just doesn't look right it, and it almost <laughs> looks like it's too fast like things yeah. just happen and you're like what
0: what just happened what is that <laughs> yeah it, it is yeah. weird and i know they're like on the internet if you watch a lot of mkbhd he's a big youtuber um there's always arguments of what the best frame rate is for video like this or like a movie and uh it, it's funny to kind of keep up with that i do i know most of you probably don't but it's just hilarious the back and forth of what the right frame rate is. Some people are saying 24, some people are saying 30. I think for movies 24 is good, but for YouTube videos videos like this, I think 30 is good. I just think 24 is a little too choppy, but if you're in a movie where they're using way more expensive cameras than we are, <laughs> <laughs> I think it makes a difference, but um I just think it's 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 a it's a funny debate that most of us aren't included in. And I I feel very lonely. But uh <laughs> no one's ever like what are you talking about Percy? But anyways, whatever. Um <laughs> there there there's a couple other uh things I wanted to touch on that are kind of, you know, I don't I don't want to, you know, upset any of my real estate friends, but <laughs> The, this real estate, I just, I read an article today about the of real estate commission rates being challenged by the federal government or the justice department. And uh, the article said it's happened before and obviously it didn't succeed because it's still set up the way it is. But there there's some arguments saying, you know, people who are purchasing house don't have a say so because the people who are selling it to set the commission rate and all that stuff. I don't have a huge issue with the commission that real estate agents make because every time I've dealt with a real estate agent, they have provided a service for me and a value that I didn't feel upset about what I was paying. Now, I know you know the house I sold is not that expensive, so it wasn't a lot of money they had to give to them. But when you're talking about other houses across the country, when it's you know $500,000, a million dollars, a million dollar house, you got to pay $50,000. You're just like, that's a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think it's, it's a, it's a necessary thing to look at. Um, I don't necessarily foreshadow there being a lot of changes, but it's just something that I looked at and I really just want to quickly mention and not really dive deep into it. But if you guys have any opinions, obviously drop them down below in the comment section and I can, you know, you can educate me on those um, or if you want to come on the show and talk about it, we can, and I'll, I'll be following this story, but you know, Josh, you've bought a house. Have you sold one yet? Or you just bought one? No, I haven't sold still in the first one. Gotcha. But what was your experience? Like, you know, nothing really. Cause I know I, there's some people out there like, no, oh, I'm selling my
1: house by myself. Sure. And well, <laughs> and that's, I guess without having read the story and knowing all the details about it and just hearing your explanation, I mean, if you don't want to pay commission to your real estate agent for their services, which it's their job, it's yeah. their livelihood, then don't go get their services. Yeah, true. You know what yeah. I mean? I. That's kind of how this whole thing works. Like, you don't want to do it yourself, so you got to pay somebody else to do yeah. it. I mean, it. you know, I don't cut my own hair. I pay somebody else to cut my yeah. hair. I mean, I don't gripe about, the you know, what she charges. I just give it to her because yeah. I don't want to cut my own hair. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's just how, that's just how I am. That's how I think. Yeah. I mean, and nowadays the housing market, there's a lot more that goes into it just than just
0: putting a for sale sign out mm-hmm. there. Yeah. You know, they got to, they got to pay a photographer to come in and take pictures of your home, make it look good, presentable. Cause obviously you want to sell your house. Uh, then they have to post it to all these websites and you know, they have to kind of market your house and marketing is not, or advertising is not no. free. So there's a lot of stuff that goes
1: into it. So I'm kind of leaning towards the side of the real estate agent oh I am too just because like my real estate agent that I work with I mean she does stuff that I'm like I, I wouldn't even know like where to begin I mean <laughs> yeah and I don't want to think about it yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean like yeah. I just want to be able to text her and say hey blah. yeah and then she does all the work behind the scenes and she's got to get paid for that yeah you know when, whenever the sale's made so yeah yeah well that Solves that, then I, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> but if yeah, you close. have a difference of opinion,
0: you know, drop it down below. I, I, I really want to hear what people think because I know this is kind of like uh could be controversial or just you know, there's going to be. P, I feel like you know, back to people and seeing people fall. They love to see. I just, I think people love division. I don't know what it is. They love rooting for a different team and then. At at the Steelers game, I was hearing some fans that, you know, there was a kid with a Washington Redskins jersey. And just he, – he was literally – he looked like he was maybe – maybe he graduated high school. You know, there's grown men like, oh, he needs to be beat down. He's terrible. I'm just like, what? <laughs> what? Like, and this goes back to my – my boss that I had when I was doing life insurance, he was so mad about, cause we were having an argument in the office, you know, between the Browns and stuff like that. And he's like, you guys, you know, care more about the Browns than do your family. I've never seen you argue on your family's behalf this hard. <laughs> I was like, dang, he's got it right. Hey, I wasn't involved in that. I love my family. No, I'm just, <laughs> but I just know, you know, there's, there's a whole bunch of factors that divide us in, in this life. And I just feel like, some of them, are, some of them are fun. Like sports are fun, but sometimes it can get out of hand. Like I saw a clip of somebody fighting in the stands of a game. I'm just like, why, man? Like, just have fun, watch the game, and be entertained. Um, but it's it's something that I don't think is ever going to change. We like having things different, but I feel like they should be celebrated instead of how they are handled right now. I mean. Am I just making this up or do you feel like I obviously we're not going to get into like the politics thing because obviously that's one of the most divisive things uh, yeah. in America but um I guess the whole world not just America um but instead of people just admiring you know cuz if we were all the same it'd be really weird and no one would be great cuz we'd all be the same <laughs> yeah but I think we should celebrate it more than we do and you know not to I love to get on my soapbox but uh, and sound like I'm almighty, but I'm not. And for those people who, you know, obviously put me on a pedestal, I think you shouldn't because I'm an awful human just like everyone else because we're just not, you know, we're not perfect. So uh, everyone has their little thing or multiple things <laughs> or a lot of things <laughs> that they do that, you know that it just isn't good. And you wouldn't want everyone to know that you do that. So I would encourage people, you know, and this really sounds like I'm also, but <laughs> I would encourage people to, you know, just kind of think about how you can improve yourself before you, you know, rush to point the finger and all that stuff. I mean, I mean, what you got, Josh,
1: <laughs> you agree? <laughs> 100% agree. All right, Work. glad we're all created individually. So we're all different. Like I'm not the same as you. There's nobody's the same as you. Nobody's the same as me. I mean, we're all different. So I, I, I agree with you on that. We should, you know, celebrate differences between people and, you know, admire the, the things that other people are good at or that they have that you don't. And pay them for that because there you go. <laughs> <laughs> go back to the
0: real estate. Yeah. No, nah, but well, I always appreciate, you know, your two cents and that's all you're ever going to get is two. <laughs> And I know I said this was supposed to be a 30-minute show, but we just talk, and we get going, and I enjoy it, and hopefully you enjoy it. It's fun. Okay. I like these. Um, yeah, it's a lot better than your Browns talk you have to do, don't you? <laughs> There's that division. I know. <laughs> I swear, I'm all about positivity. you know. Um, but it, I do have fun doing these shows, and I always like to, you know, thank you for what you do here at the 99 mile per hour podcast. Oh um, yeah. Oh yeah. And one of these times I'm going to get my jerseys up behind me and stuff Let's and do it. Make it look cool. Like you do the, the dogs podcast looks really cool. So it's just unfortunate that they have like poop on their jerseys. No, I'm, just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I actually like their uniforms, you know, especially when they're all white, you know, but, uh, uh, We'll see what happens this Sunday. You think they're going to win? They're going to beat the Bears?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: (laughs) Justin Fields, let's go, baby.
1: No. I think the rookie might struggle a little bit. Yeah, you think so? First start. He looked like he struggled a little bit last week, too. He holds onto the ball a little too long. Yeah. Right now.
0: He's a rookie. I saw a video that said, this is what Cam Newton should have did. And I was like, what does this mean? And then it clicked. Justin Fields, when he fumbled, he like, scratch tooth and nail to get to that fumble and recover it. And then <laughs> everybody was like,
1: hey, you know, if you go back to the Super yes. Bowl. Game, yeah. Where he just kind of was like, oh. oh, there's a football right there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going for and it. And I love Cam Newton, but it was, it was kind of like a, uh-huh. a, a good shot. Take well, and that there. was early in the game. Yeah. Right. wasn't it like first drive. I don't the first Panthers so. drive. Was it? I thought it was. Cause I thought it set the tone for the rest of the game that he, he didn't even want the, the fumble. I feel like at that point it was
0: set that, the Panthers were not, they were not there to win,
1: but I don't know. We'll have to figure that out. Yep.
0: Um, Drop it in the comments. Let us know. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, uh, But yeah, I, I hear a lot of people before I wrap this up, I do hear a lot of people that compliment me, people that I don't think listen to this podcast and they're just like, Oh yeah, man, listen to one episode. I loved it, man. I'm just like, you know, it feels good. Um, Obviously we would love to, you know, uh, get to the a thousand mark of subscribers and, you know, have, you know, you guys like the video because it does send the video out and lets it get to more people. And if you enjoy the content we're making, that would just be great to like share it with people. And, um, I think that YouTube is something that I really enjoy producing videos for. Well, let me say, let me read. I enjoy making videos, you know, Josh produces them. Um, <laughs> I didn't even catch that. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I think it's just something, as long as Josh is willing to do it and help me out, then, you know, just keep on doing it, man. Um, You know, maybe I got to make an appearance other than that live show we did. Since I'm going to Steelers (laughs) games now, I can fight you guys. Um, (laughs) Actually, I don't have a lot of ammo right now, but um, Ben looked bad. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, twice. He said twice. Defense is in there, but um, yeah. All right, let's just end the show. Appreciate everybody watching. (laughs) Appreciate those who have subscribed. Please subscribe. Please like. And, uh, you know, make sure you do visit the description and, and, uh, you know, check out my merch store. should have mentioned that at the beginning. Um, And, uh, you know, we like, we try to get as much content out there you know, on TikTok, that's listed below, Instagram, all that stuff. I try to put some reels and TikTok videos up from clips of this. So if you don't want to sit through a whole fifty, forty minute hour, that was a weird. A fifty-four minute hour, man. <laughs> all right. That's a fast hour. But um uh and if you do if you enjoy these solo episodes, let us know. If you enjoy the guest ones more. Then uh, we'll try to make that more I do wanna I like making my own content Because I think it's fun anyway But if If there is something That you guys re- uh, recommend Or prefer Then obviously I gotta meet you guys halfway Can't just Make videos that I like You know So uh, But yeah Again Appreciate y'all For, for coming Appreciate Josh And uh, We'll see you next week Peace it feels like I'm some blunder, shouting you my little mama. I got a crib out of water, say me casa, su casa, it feels like I'm blonde, shouting